0: Welcome to the Pulse That Moves the Triangle World today. This one-size-fits-all broadcast is a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, helpful tips, what's trending, events, and boundless other adventures. It's a conversation pit of comedians, politicians, authors, chefs, sports figures,
1: experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsprepper. Hi, friends. So what are we talking about today? Well, it's what everyone is talking about, jobs. No mystery there with the U.S. Bureau of Labor stats reporting an unemployment rate of 14.7%, the highest rate since the Great Depression. Yeah, I know you've all heard that already a million times, and we are talking depression, not the Great Recession we muddled through in 2007. We came out of that with a 3.5% unemployment rate reported and just this past February. Remember February? Just a, just a, a just a thought ago. Hear that magnitude? 3.5 to 14.7 in just these few months. Now with over 33 million seeking jobless aid, we've asked CBS 17 anchor and reporter Bill Young Along with Heidi Justo, a career path specialist, to join us to talk employment prospects, strategies, direction, and well, you know, I hope just plain encouragement. We're starting with Bill Young, who does an informative segment called Job Alert for CBS Seventeen. Welcome, Bill.
2: Hey, thank you so much, Mary, for uh, asking me to be here.
1: So, tell us about Job Alert.
2: I wish I could take credit for this idea, but it was really the uh, brainchild of my news director, Ed Trotsky, who did something similar during the Great Recession. Uh, He was working in Arkansas at the time, and it was very much, obviously, we all remember that environment of, oh my gosh, everybody's losing jobs, where can I find a job, what can I do? And he thought, you know, surely there are... Positions available out there. Um, he talked to me when about a month ago and said, "You know, hey, I re- would really like to do something like that here. What can uh, what can you do with it?" So I started looking for positions. It's very easy for anybody in the news to say, "Hey, Walmart's hiring, Target's hiring." Okay, well there are a lot of positions in a lot of different industries and among a lot of different companies that aren't just the standard go to work at work-it-a-cash-register mindset. Although, obviously, plenty of people want to do that, and there is nothing wrong with that. I've done that myself in the past. Uh, so my whole goal was to peel back a layer and say, what are some of these jobs that people might not be thinking about? Or what is it that uh, they could use pre-existing skills to be of benefit uh, to them when looking for a new position?
1: Well, that sure sounds like a great strategy. So uh, how is it looking out there?
2: Well, here's the thing. Um, Depending upon, obviously, in what kind of industry you work, there are more prospects than in others. I think we're also fairly fortunate to live in a part of the country that continues to thrive. A friend of mine who's in real estate said they really haven't seen too much of a slowdown in the industry, at least in some very hot markets, because, uh, you know, hey, there are people that are still looking, there are still plenty of people that have employment out there, and it does sometimes, though, require you know that idea of okay, let me just look a little bit deeper to see what uh, what is available.
1: So, what are you hearing? I, I I'm just curious what you're hearing from both employees and employers. So, let's start with employees.
2: Well. For employees, a lot of times the, the jobs that seem to garner the most interest is anytime we start talking about, at um, like call centers, those kind of jobs are always of interest to people because it is probably the most familiar to an office environment as opposed to let's say being in a, in a retail uh, environment. The interesting thing that I am hearing from a lot of employers they can't find people. They can't find them, especially um, in jobs that maybe do require a little bit more manual labor, be it um, you know fast food service, be it uh, retail, uh, be it I, I have a gentleman with whom I've talked to recently who runs a moving company. and he said, "I can't hire people because depending upon the person's position, they may be bringing in more with unemployment than they would taking a day-to-day job.
1: Yeah, you've hit on a good point there. I've heard that from a lot of people who are actually are making more with the unemployment yeah. than if they went to work and I and I'm hoping that people aren't just, you know, resting on that that they're seeing that soon that will end and so I better be doing something now.
2: I think what I have noticed with, with some employers, in particular some of the larger chains, um, they are putting opportunities out there in such a fashion that they are saying, hey, here's where the job is now. But it's full-time, and we are looking for people to come on board, be aware of our values as a company try to assimilate and let's move you forward within this company. So they definitely, I don't want to use the term dangling carrots because I, to me that, that's not a nice term. But they are putting um, opportunities out there for somebody who's willing to be thinking even a year down the road. And a lot of those, they're going full-time and they are talking benefits. And I do have a feeling that coming out of this, there are going to be a lot more companies that are going to have to take a step back and say, gee, that may be something we really didn't anticipate being uh, necessary, even in um, you know service and, and, and labor and hospitality industries in the past, having things like guaranteed health insurance. I, I do see that, totally my opinion, but I do see that being something that probably more businesses are going to have to offer.
1: Well, everybody talks about the new norm. That's the buzzword. And certainly so much is going to change with all kinds of employment going forward. Um, even when you talk about the office environments having to be, right. you know, space further apart and only three people ride the elevator at a time and, uh, you know, washing hands and, you know, this this whole Shabang is going to continue for a long time, no matter where you work or when we go back to work, et cetera. But you mentioned something we were talking and I thought this was interesting. And I wanted you to just, just tell us a little bit about what you're hearing as well as maybe some advice. One of the things we talked about was how some employers are having a challenge getting people with good communication skills.
2: You know, this is something that I think, is so wide-reaching across so many industries, whether you are talking about hourly retail or you were talking about six-figure engineering, high-tech positions. I have heard from so many people, we can't hire people who know how to talk to other people. It's fascinating. And everybody always blames the young generation. I know the whole, you know, oh, it's always the millennials. Uh Uh-uh. This is something that they are seeing from people that are in their, you know, 40s and 50s that have been in the working world for decades is that we have just gotten away from communication skills.
1: So any advice on how someone might... you know, work on that while they're, you know, in this downtime.
2: I, I, I think one, it's, it's somewhat of a challenge for me to say, Oh, this is how I, I did it because I grew up, you know, I'll talk to a fence post. And I have zero <laughs> fear of public speaking. So I know I'm kind of, uh, uh, abnormal in that sense. I think a lot of it has to do with. Self-awareness. I'm very big into the idea of introspection, sometimes at the point that it'll drive me nuts. But you know, realizing that that is something that is not always valued, and stopping for a moment and self-evaluating and saying, Do I know how to even you know, go and shake somebody's hand? I'll not that we're gonna be shaking hands for a long time, but <laughs> know, look somebody in the face and say hello and be able to speak clearly, not do the him, the ha, the ah, well, uh, record yourself on your phone, record yourself on your phone, write something down and record yourself on your phone and, and
1: self-critique. Good idea. So do you have some current job openings um, and maybe some contact info for folks who may want to pursue them?
2: I do. I am so glad that you asked that because in anticipation of us talking today, and as I said, my my goal was to go through and find jobs that people could use pre-existing skills to now put them back to work. So one of the first ones, and this one just came up this week, and again, this is interesting. We are starting to see retail slowly reopen david's bridal there's david's bridal store on lewisburg road in raleigh and they need they had half a dozen different positions advertised and it kind of makes sense because we all know the bride that's not a, a, a an impulse let me do this i need it for next week kind of thing it is future planning so they had a bunch of openings um one that stood out to me i thought this kind of cool, is a part-time alterations customer service representative. Basically, you are working with the brides and the bridal party in arranging their fittings and kind of being the the go-between from the people that are actually doing the alterations to the customer.
1: I think there'd be a lot of people excited about that kind of position. I, you know, I know a lot of people, they're just wedding crazy, and they would love to <laughs> dig into something like that.
2: Okay, so another one, and I, I did want to definitely touch on this because when we did the story, you know, very proud to work for CBS 17, our, our mantra is local news that matters. So to me, this matters tremendously, to make people aware, not only the openings, but some things to keep in mind when they are applying. There's been a lot of talk about you know this overwhelming number of people that have applied for unemployment, and that there's not enough people right now working in the state to fill those positions. So the state is hiring a 1,000 additional workers for a call mm-hmm. center that is based in Raleigh. Um, you are expected to have some experience working in a call center, in particular one it has high volume or high high pressure. Um, the jobs are a limited term, basically a contract worker, if you will. Now, they pay pretty decent, thirty four to fifty two thousand dollars a year. Wow. Um, they are full time, and again, that's that's a nice amount of money if you need something to help you for you know a couple months till things maybe get back up and running.
0: But again, you to have
2: them good communication skills to work in a call center.
1: For sure, yes. That's an interesting one as well, and good pay. And, you know, that's something I'm going to talk about with Heidi Justo, so, um, when she comes on, the very fact that you know, what can you do in the interim? You know, is this just right? you know, don't just sit around, get out there and do something for however long it lasts. It's better than nothing.
2: Well, they- other jobs that I know have gotten a tremendous amount of attention was uh, when the state said, you know, look, we need to be hiring these contract these contact tracers, the people who will go and speak to people who may have been in contact with somebody diagnosed with COVID-19 or follow up with people who've been diagnosed to check their progress. And uh, they within, I, I spoke to the, to the communications person uh, with the the department overseeing this, and they said um, within the first three or four days there were three thousand applicants for the for the jobs. Mm. Here, what's going to be very interesting as this plays out is it's a statewide opening, if you will. There may not be a tremendous amount of people needed for raleigh or durham or charlotte because there are you know there is a a high concentration of department of public health workers already here that are already doing a lot of these things we have large hospitals that have people that are working in this capacity as well so these jobs may end up being spread out to smaller rural communities it may be in a goldsboro it may be you know um bladen county so That's something that people also need to keep in mind when they are applying for this job is that, that, you know, this this isn't necessarily going to be centered in a major metropolitan area.
1: You got to do what you got to do.
2: Um, I did want to share and I hope I'm not I'm not running out of time. You just feel free to cut me off. No, no. You get you,
1: you get give us everything you got. Our listeners need this and I thank you so much for providing it. You know, you go until you can't go anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I I wanted to bring up one position that has really that I've noticed and I and I mentioned this briefly, are these companies that are trying to get people to come in and say, hey, we are looking to train you to move up within this company. This is a great position. You, these are wonderful positions for somebody who, you know, maybe they were working in, in the retail industry, in the food service industry, the hospitality industry, and they were fine and they were perfectly content. But this has been a little bit of a wake up call, saying, "Okay, I, I want to do something else with my with my life, or I want something that maybe does have more stability to it." And um, Aldi, you know, the grocery chain, Aldi. They are opening up all over the country. I mean, I, I just—I they always seem to have an announcement of somewhere that they're opening, and they have a store in uh, Wake Forest Road in Raleigh, and they are hiring what is called a full-time manager trainee, uh, full obviously full-time job, hence the name, twenty-three fifty an hour to start, and the goal is to train somebody up to oversee a store. And when you are dealing with a company that is doing a tremendous uh, expansion. I know I've seen this with the Kava restaurant chain as well, they want people that are going to come in and that they can train and they can move up within the company. Uh, 2350 an hour to start, but the ultimate goal would be taking over a full store, uh, which is seventy to $100,000 a year, obviously depending upon the volume of, uh, of the store. And probably even at that point, you have the opportunity to move up within the company, higher
0: within the company.
1: Now that's interesting because it's not just a uh job opening, it's a career path for someone. And I think this is what we're gonna see come out of this is a lot of people, as tough as it is, are going to morph into new careers that maybe they never thought of or, you know, had the time or guts to pursue, and now they're trying these things out and they become a manager making seventy to a hundred thousand dollars.
2: Right, exactly. Um, another position, and, and I know that when you and I first visited, this just, it, it, it tickled me when I read it, and I stopped for a minute and I thought, you know,
0: I never
2: would have imagined that there was a job out there, but this could be so wonderful for somebody with a food background. Uh, let me go and, and, and find this, uh, I pull up a whole little list. Okay, Case Farms out of Goldsboro been looking for people to work there um one of the jobs okay is a make sure i get this exact term it's a manager to teach people how to leg debone
1: meat hmm. <laughs>
2: whoa and I, I you know when you stop and think obviously it makes sense that there's a position like this i, I never would have Stop though, to think, you know, I think mm-hmm. we're just used to meat comes from the grocery store <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of approach. Um, and it's great for people who have kitchen skills, that have worked in restaurant kitchens, that have, you know, over, uh, that have looked over a staff of people since it is a managerial role. Uh, but, gosh, what a great opportunity for somebody that maybe would have never even put those two things together that things you know i run a i know how to run a, a commercial kitchen so i need to find something within the commercial food industry well this could be something totally different and um you know it probably is a little bit different of a of an environment um all right it's a totally different environment than a commercial kitchen. i'm not going to try to hang an air pressure on that one but again what just thinking outside i hate the term thinking outside the box but it really kind of is it's something that you may not have thought of
1: it really is and i like the link that you made with that because i wouldn't have thought of that myself but and then again here's a specialized trade that um you know that's going to be perfect for someone
2: you know and i think part of my other other goal with this is um to make people aware, no matter what the situation might be, no matter what um, you know we're heading into the summertime months, you are going to have a lot of you know students that are now going to be you know saving money for college. I worked all through college um, and and some of these positions these would be wonderful for them. I mean, I got to tell you what was another one that I saw that they were i mean food service starting at um, you know, 1350 an hour. That's not unheard of these days to have uh, businesses that are willing to pay that for part-time workers. I mean, my gosh, I think, it, I think I was making like 525 or something 20 like, some years ago, but um, there are a lot of opportunities you know, no matter what the situa- situation might be. And, you know, a lot of uh, retirees, I know, look for something on the side, have a little, little extra income. It's expensive these days. Raleigh's expensive. I have my own mom who's in her seventies and I keep joking with her that I'm going to, I'm going to go and sign her up for a job and just tell her when to go there. But, um, it's, there are a lot of opportunities out there.
1: Well, I thank you for sharing some of them with us today. And can you tell listeners where they might go to get more information on these jobs?
2: Absolutely. Um, Because we, as I said, this is an undertaking from CDF 17. We have an entire coronavirus section of our website. And it is, you can go to and you can find out all different kinds of information related back to the coronavirus. And one of those, if you click on coronavirus, it drops down and it says job alerts. If you click there, it'll pull up every job alert that we have done for the past month. And always in the headline is you know, who the employer is or the kind of job. And you can click in there. You can read through. We have all the links posted in there so that you can be applying. It'll link back to the company. And maybe the job on which you click has already been filled, but there are usually going to be other openings within within that same same company.
1: What a fabulous, fabulous service CBS 17 and you are providing to folks. This is just wonderful. And if they want to catch your job alert segment, when should they look for it?
2: Well, we air it, for for our early rising friends, we air it uh, two or three times in the morning during our morning newscast from 4.30 until 7. And we also air it uh, during our 5.30 newscast Monday through Friday. And I know on the weekend morning newscasts, they will pull some of the uh, pre-recorded segments that we have done and broadcast them on uh, the weekend mornings as well.
1: Fabulous. Well, Bill, thank you again so much. You've provided just, you know, I'm just going to say opportunity to folks. Just even all the input you provided was great. So thank you so much again for being here.
2: No, thank you. And for everybody who is listening, you know, I I know it's trite. Everybody's saying we're going to get through this together. We just need to kind of have that, that mindset and figure out how we can help each other. And I'm just blessed to have a job and for them to have, uh, figured out a way to really be of help to the community. I'm, I'm really, this is, this is a, a wonderful opportunity. I, I'm just lucky to be the, the kind of conduit here.
1: Great last thoughts.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Mary.
1: Bye. Now with us is Heidi Justo, PhD, who owns Career Path Writing Solutions, a local communications consulting firm dedicated to helping individuals and businesses succeed when the stakes are high. And boy, folks, it's the stakes are high now more than ever before. A certified resume writer, Heidi helps individuals at all stages of the job search campaign, from networking to resume writing and interview preparation. She has helped people transition into a wide range of careers and has been featured in US News and World Report. Welcome Heidi.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, Heidi, we all know the job market is a monster right now. It's just crazy out there. For so for those who are unemployed, should this be a staycation or a time to just sit around on the couch?
0: <laughs> good question. Um, I could say um, certainly no, this is not just a time to sit around on the couch. Now, in terms of staycation, I want everybody to be abiding by, you know the guidelines we're all given, of course. But um, this is not a time just to sit back. Um, I really encourage people in good times and in bad, Um, that they want to proactively manage their career. And this is a time to certainly be doing that um,
1: as well. So I love something you've done. Um, You've developed five free ways to accelerate a job campaign from home. I mean, this is is just custom made for right now. One thing, (laughs) it's free, and that helps with a lot of folks not having income. But it's also from home where we're all stuck. So tell us about that plan.
0: Yeah. So it's a plan that, um, that I, I, when I work with clients, I talk to them about the, all the key elements of a job search campaign. And what I've done is really adapt that, which is for, for again, you know, pre COVID and during COVID, but I've really adapted it for COVID-19 times and the, the high points of that. And to your point and, you know, how I titled it, these are all things we can do from home. We don't have to go out anywhere to do this. And the, the first thing of the, these five ways is to improve your, your digital presence and your application documents. And specifically, I'm talking about making sure your resume and cover letter are updated Because just because you think, oh, there might not be any jobs, that doesn't mean that's not the case. A job may come up and you want to be ready. Likewise, the digital presence for so many professionals now, LinkedIn is very important. And it's a wonderful social business platform. And there's ways to do that. And my top tips on LinkedIn that, again, we can do this all from the comfort of our home, is making sure you have a nice professional-looking picture. You can still take a nice selfie even, and there are sites out there to do that. It's free information. So just making sure your profile is complete and accurate, and and you have a nice, smiling, approachable picture of you. Um, the second area is if you do find yourself with some downtime, this is a perfect opportunity to learn new skills. And there are websites out there, uh, whether we go to YouTube University, which I have learned a lot of things through YouTube, or more formal sites like Coursera, that's C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A, Coursera.org or edx, edx. These are hubs of MOOCs and a MOOC is a massive open online course. And these are all, these courses there are either free or very inexpensive. And you can take courses from top universities, Duke, Stanford, and they're actually courses and you can learn a new skill on practically any topic. So this is a time to make sure in whatever field you're in that you do have the the top skills, the marketable skills. My third step is mastering video conferencing, where in the past when we would have um, some video interviews, I think there was still a lot of understanding. If there's technical glitches, and now is the time, I I think once we get past this and while we're in it, there's going to be less tolerance for not being a pro at video conferencing. And, and this is, and we're all using it to catch up with family and friends. So making sure people learn those platforms. Um, my fourth one is picking up the phone. And this is, is, this is networking. This is checking in. You can still be doing informational interviews and checking in with people and genuinely seeing how, how are you doing? You know, we all know what we mean now when we say, how are you? It's, the, it's universal. We know what we're talking about. And so when you're connecting with people, they're going to say, well, how are you? Is there anything I can do to help? And that can help you learn about some opportunities that maybe you wouldn't otherwise know about. And my last step is serving others because I think uh, once we get past this, a lot of times people are going to encounter questions of during this time, what did you do to help? How are you a helper? And so these gestures can be big. They can be small. They can be personal. They can be helping an elderly neighbor get groceries or they can be professional volunteering your time. But I think all together that is going to help position job seekers to accelerate that job campaign and secure a new role more quickly than if they were just sitting around on their couch.
1: Wow. That is amazing. I, things i never thought about myself and when you talk about the you know the you know my girlfriends and i we try and do this zoom and it's like half the half the time we're just trying to get it set up right and then we get to chat or play games or whatever so you're right on point with learning all of that right now cuz who's to say how long that will be going in the future and of course it's there even in good times so it is it's very a very good recommendation. Um, I want to go back, and, and then I'm going to throw some things at you and ask you to just give us a little bit of advice. But um, I want to go back as you mentioned something that um, I, you, about LinkedIn, and you said something about a site of, for the photos.
0: Yes, yes. So one of my it's one of my newest favorite sites is <laughs> it's, it's called Photo Feeler. Dot com so photo P-H-O-T-O-S-E-E-L-E-R. this is a site that allows you so number, for first of all if you're not sure how to take a good selfie at home and hopefully things are going to be opening up where well, we can hire a photographer but even if if you can and maybe you don't have the, the funds to do that there are um, there's blog articles and there's one from photo Healer, that tells you, and it is a step-by-step guide of what to do, how to position things, to get a picture of yourself that looks professional, but you did it with your phone. And so that, that can save people a couple hundred bucks right there just by doing that on their own. And then you can use that site to get objective, anonymous feedback. So the site, you can, you can upload a picture and then you choose for business because there's also social and dating and I'm <laughs> married. I haven't dated in a long time, so I'm sticking <laughs> to the LinkedIn one. But <laughs> people can rate you on, they just look at your picture and they just click on a scale of one to 10, how likable do you look, how influential and how confident. So you may have a picture and you're saying, this is great. And then you get a whole bunch of scores that put you in the five category. And it's a signal, okay, I need to work on my picture because we want you to look friendly, nice, approachable, confident. And the only thing you have to do to get feedback is to give it. They call it your karma credit. So you go on and you click and other people do the same. And I did it. And in a matter of minutes, I had 38 votes on my picture.
1: Well, so that's good to it's know. A
0: great
1: tool. Mm-hmm. It is a great tool. And I like that it's not only the photo, but it's also feedback. So I just want to throw a couple of things out there. And we we're kind of short on time here. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll 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 reduce this a bit and then people will just have to come and see you for details. <laughs> but uh let's just maybe maybe one or two sentences about or maybe the best thoughts or or however you want to do it, but within like maybe one or two sentences. What's the steps for a perfect resume?
0: Uh, Great question. So in a resume, I want to see that it's updated. I want it to be accurate. We don't want any fluff here. We don't want wrong information. I want to see it be accomplishment-oriented. You may have managed a project, but maybe you were the worst project manager there was. So let me know you did a good job. And I want it tailored to the audience. So if you're applying for job X, I want to make it, you want to make it clear that it is tailored for that role, not just any old role.
1: What about interview prep?
0: Practice. (laughs) (laughs) So, So practice, practice your phone interviews, practice your video interviews, practice star stories. That stands for situation, task action result. So if someone asks you, tell me about a time when you state the situation and task and you focus on the action and result. People want to hire doers. People want to hire people who can deliver results.
1: Networking. Do it.
0: (laughs) It's still happening. Um, So many sites that are organizations are moving everything online. So this is a perfect opportunity to be practicing your Zoom skills while you are networking. So you can hop online and try out a whole bunch of different organizations, find which one or ones you like, and then you can join those regularly. And like I said before, pick up the phone, connect with the people you already know and, and check in because that's always to that will eventually and help you discover opportunities.
1: So we're talking a lot about the unemployed, but for currently employed individuals, what can they do to safeguard their careers? Great question.
0: Um, So my top recommendation is reflect on your goals. Make sure you are heading in the right direction. It doesn't matter. You're heading full steam ahead if you're going in the wrong direction. So make sure you know what you want. Second, create a habit of documenting your accomplishments. I encourage my clients to create what I call small wins folder. Whether you were asked to present to the the company meeting or you got a formal award, whatever, I want you to create a a habit of documenting those. So then, your all those accomplishments are always. Can, can be easily accessed, and keep your documents up to date. We touched on that already, but you want to be in ready mode. You don't want someone to say, oh, I have this opportunity. Send me your resume, and you say, oh, I'll get it to you in a week or two. You want to be able to say, I'll send it today or tomorrow. And last, keep up that networking. Networking is not just for bad times. It's, it's for all times. And that will help you have a recession-proof
1: career. So folks, come on, this is not just COVID-19 period advice. (laughs) It is evergreen advice to pocket and carry with you through your future career endeavors. Last words. So ending on a positive note, Heidi, how can people stay motivated when it feels like the odds are stacked against them?
0: So I'm a sucker for motivational quotes. And I recall them very frequently. So I'll share a couple of my favorites. Um, Teddy Roosevelt, do what you can with what you have where you are. So there is so much right now that we can't control, but there's also a lot of things that we can. And everything we just discussed now are all things people can do to help themselves proactively manage their careers. And um, another favorite one, Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So even though there are going to be tough moments, tough days, if you stay the course, know you, know you will land on your feet. You will get through this.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us.
0: Thank you. It was my pleasure.
1: Now for our Nonprofit Spotlight. Today we are not featuring just one specific organization. Today I want to tell you about a very helpful website that may be a godsend during this COVID-19 period. This site has information on free health care facilities, food assistance and food pantries, and emergency help with paying your rent, mortgage, bills, medication, and other expenses. So let me give you the site and the navigation. The site is needhelppayingbills.com. Needhelppayingbills.com. And bills is plural. Once there, navigate to North Carolina by scrolling down the page. And when you get there, click on North Carolina. After that, scroll down once again all the way to the bottom of the page. You'll think it's not coming, but it's way at the bottom, and click on Wake County. There you'll find a plethora of sources for aid. Well, it's time to high-five and say goodbye. Thanks for joining us via iTunes, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, etc., or at our website, triangle411.buzzsprout.com. This is Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be courageous.